Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini, and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Hello, my darlings. This week is going to be solely Q&A with PP and Doggy Day. Wow. Good evening, everyone. We got 45 minutes of, of... Advice to give. You better make it good. And by the way, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you use it's a surprise for me as well. First of all, you've been in your fucking robe, which is not anybody. It's not two thirty in the afternoon. And he's been in the it's robe. Saturday. You watch soccer for four hours. Right. You've eaten lots of Nutella. Not a lot. Of course. You had. A croissant filled with Nutella. Then you, had a, then you had another croissant. It was a croissant. It from the Italian bakery. Yeah. So you had two pastries. Yep. Then I made you breakfast. What a glory day, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> You're great. Also, um, no offense, I love it, but you're very wordy. So, I mean. What, uh, four, oh, yes. Yeah. So 45 true. minutes is going to be like That's true. two questions. A couple of questions. A <laughs> couple of deep questions. That was on our first, the first episode of Everything is the Best when I interviewed Davide. Everyone's feedback was that I was talked over him. And I had like three girls respond to me who have husbands who have, who's like English is their second language. They were all like, um, we get it. And we stand with you because <laughs> when you're married to someone who just learned English, they answer things with, you know, one sentence is like a novel. Also, it takes a minute to elaborate, you know, for second language brain. It takes a little bit more to articulate. Listen, we've been together for four years and I don't know any phrases. I know how to say I'm hungry yeah. and I'm tired. I'm afraid, that, I'm afraid that soon in this country, people are going to reference me like the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Charles, is it full Italian? An accent. Give me the sauce recipe for the meatball. <laughs> Italian with an accent. 
When he was born, mom. Utah. Or <laughs> Illinois. Davide is mad because my mom is making. No, I'm not mad. I'm joking. She's I'm making, making sauce right now from like an online recipe when she lives with an actual Sicilian. Mom, you have any Italian? That's and she put butter in it. It's good though. It is really good. We butter, you know. Butter's cheating. Butter is cheating. You know. But it's good. French people without butter, we fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> French cuisine. Oh, you want to say something about it? Um, Chichi, do you, before Chichi, we get into the that. Q&A, would you like to say something? There we go. Good answer. <laughs> okay, let's get into this. I'm looking for your insight on what to do. My fiance and I have been together for six years. I'm extremely wow. self-conscious when it comes to my body, and unfortunately, it impacts our sex life. God damn it. I know how that feels. And this is, and always has been for me with any partner. I know he loves me no matter what, but I just can't shake it from being in the back of my mind in these situations. So my question is, should I buy the bullet and save up for plastic surgery? Fuck. Or do something like invest it in therapy and try to get over it and accept my body as it is. I literally hate looking at myself in the mirror and think about this on an almost daily basis, probably for a decade now. Oh my God, that makes me so emotional because I know how that, um, I know how that feels. And we, and okay. Um, at the same time, I also can't help but feeling like this is very superficial of me and a small issue in the grand scheme of things of life. Can I answer this, Davide? Please. And then I would like your your input because you always make me feel beautiful no matter how chunky I go. Um, so I, in my freshman year of high school, I gained like 60 pounds or something. And I went to the doctor just for our annual checkup. And she said, you're pre-diabetic and you're like chubby. And I was in there eat like drinking like a frappuccino. With, like, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, she was <laughs> giving you the dangers of your... Yeah. And she was like, what are you drinking? You can't drink that stuff every day. And then I spent, you know, 15 years off and on diets, losing weight, feeling good, gaining the weight back. And now in my 30s, um, I've had the privilege of working with multiple doctors and, you know, I'm lucky that I get to do cleanses and all this fucking fancy shit that we do in LA because we're self-obsessed and eco-driven and I'm still the same fucking weight. <laughs> like I got a little skinny for the wedding, but I was still, I maybe lost like... What's the point? Of, the know, point is, is like, I, I struggle through this same thing. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to feel like, and I, and online, I'm such like an advocate for feeling good because I do, yeah. because you love me and you're never yeah. going to not. But I also am like, and now considering having a child, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm, how am I ever going to get that weight off? I think, I think, and I think you are just. Sounding just like her. Yeah. So I'm I completely and, agree. And clearly, and clearly you can relate to that. I, I would like to to move the focus on something else. He's been with you for the last six years. And clearly, like you just mentioned in the question, you had other partner in your life. So I will move your focus on the fact that. This is clearly a problem with yourself because your man is with you and he's been with you for the last six years. 
and it will probably with you will be with you for the years coming. So when I first met Pia at the beginning, I could feel that I could feel that complex. But if we look at the picture, what really what is the part that matter? Is the part that matter is with yourself or is when your your man touch you and loves you and but it goes back and forth. Like that's beautiful. the point. Like you, like I feel the most beautiful when we are having sex. The way and, you and, look and, at and, me. And that's what I'm saying. Watching and, uh, my body move. The point, the point is that. The, that's the, what I'm trying but to say. But when I put clothes on really or look that. at myself in the mirror, I'm horrified. And I go back and forth between this. Like I'm like, do I get like liposuction after <laughs> I have a kid? Like yeah. how does that work? Uh, and is that wrong? No, clearly in order to... I think it's a combo of both. I think yeah, you yeah, have to mentally get to the best place that you can be. First of all, mental health is the most important thing anyway. You first got to yourself and yeah. you first got to like yourself before in order to have somebody liking you. Also, I think you got to fake it till you make it with him because there's only <laughs> been like one time that I have felt icky and have refused sex with you. And that was like recently, but I've never, there have been so many times where I've like, been bloated and like had to go to the bathroom, like all this stuff that women think about in their head. And I still like was like, yeah, obviously we're going to have sex right now. And he's never going to know. Like you got to fit like, because if your man yeah, feels. Hold on, hold on. We're going a little bit too far. I think we, we, let's not talk about situationally or let's not talk about, we are not talking about how she feels. She's saying physically. No, she no, said it impacts it. their sex life. Correct. So I'm saying don't do that. But impacts her sex life because probably she does feel not sexy. She does feel not beautiful. She does feel not. And and what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to move her, her mind to something else. Clearly, it's a perception problem. It's a perception issue. He, here is not her man saying to her, I don't want to have sex or I don't want to make love with you because you are overweight or because I don't find you attractive. She's probably also Clearly, not this overweight. is a problem with she has a problem with herself. And what I'm trying to say is that sometimes, often, in these kind of circumstances, the focus, it's like if it's more important what you think than the person that loves you. And, and that's mm, to me, that's a good point. it's not important. It's like when, it's like what I figured out is like, there is a different, first of all, I love to be in a room feel, full of women that talk about themselves <laughs> that's the recipe for success <laughs> and what i notice is that what i notice is that women tends to think that they know what men's like based on what they think is beautiful or sexy or appealing and most of the time the result of that is that oh she was so skinny like she i could see her bones all that is not attracting mm -mm. And there are several differences between what women think men's like and oh, yeah. what well, that's, men's really like. That's completely different. So for a man, you are not you're not a car. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, men's like sport car. No, maybe the guy is more into station wagon. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can't really have in your mind what you think your man is going to like. Because ultimately, if your man is with you for that long of a time, he likes you. Yeah. And so if my wife is with me, if I'm with my wife, nobody's, nobody here wanted more than I do want to be with my wife. Of course, I want my wife to be 
the best of herself, to feel the best she can feel. But often, I love to tell you, put on some nice clothes. Let's go on a date. Mm-hmm. Let's, put, let's put on a, 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 nice, a, a nice pair of heel. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But if your man already does that, then girl, you have to really work on yourself and, 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 and just forget about it. Do not stalk, do not cage yourself in your mind based on what you think men's likes and based on what you think a woman should look like. Because You're in your own prison. Probably sometimes. And I am too. You are on your own prison and you are very far from reality. We're big, obviously big into therapy. So guys, I'm six and I'm 200 pounds. Am I, am I how I would like to be? No, but I'm very happy for who I am. And that's only matter. I think first and foremost, like I obviously giving my background have struggled with this forever. I happen to thankfully lean towards, you know, every day being like, I'm beautiful. I have a man who loves me. Like I'm sexy. I don't find being super skinny attractive. I never have like my body is my temple. I'm so lucky. I'm healthy. I think you need to develop a practice if you can't afford therapy, because I know therapy is also a privilege, but there's also lots of places that provide affordable therapy and I will um, link them in the description. But I do think that having a practice of waking up every day, writing your gratitude list, specific things, learning to meditate, like channeling, you know, you're going to have to like champion yourself mentally, pray to some angels, like, you know, do that work because all of us need to be doing that anyway. Then there's the whole other aspect of this, which is plastic surgery. Uh, guys, no, you know no, what I we wanna... say in Italy? Can I say something for plastic surgery and praying the angels? In Italy, oh we God, say, non è bello ciò che è bello, è bello ciò che piace. It's not beautiful what's beautiful. It's beautiful what is appreciated. Get over, girl. You don't need to go to a plastic surgery to feel nice. Yes, but also, Mr. Barancini, no, you it, love my fake boobs. And when I said, should I get fake boobs? You said, hell yes. No. And I love them. No, okay. You are you you really banalize sometimes. I'm I'm glad that we have 45 minutes for this. <laughs> there is a difference between me feeling uncomfortable about something that I've issued with it, which could be, like you said, your breast, or it could be your nose, or it could be your lips being too too thin, or it could be and there is a difference between that and there is a difference between me being able to enjoy life, enjoy sex, enjoy food, enjoying yeah, but Leisure maybe time. if she got her like a, a tummy tuck and that's the one thing that bothers her and it all of a sudden went away, she would feel fucking awesome. Why she doesn't first try to feel awesome? That's why I think that's loved. what we're saying. It's a combo of the two, right? It's like a one, two punch. Like first For and sure. foremost, the mental health needs to come there. For sure. But like, here's always the great debate in plastic surgery is like, yeah, we should accept ourselves for who we are. No, I would never encourage anyone to change how they look. But if something your whole life is bothering you and it can be fixed and it makes you feel better, fuck yeah. You're not hurting anyone by doing that. You're hurting yourself by being unhappy for so long. So I think... You got to feel beautiful first. I think you got to feel... I think you got to feel beautiful first. And don't mock me praying (laughs) to angels. And write down your thoughts. The girl is talking about trying to be... Mental health is important. And that's how it's waking up and having a routine to meditate and be grateful. Before making love, put on some nice music. 
Drink a glass of wine. Oh, here we go. Rome some laundry. <laughs> there are so many things you can do before going to a therapist or to a doctor for plastic surgery. Just feel yourself. Put on some... Yeah, also, maybe if you just had more nice... sex, you'd feel more attractive. Yeah. You know? I mean, think about it. You are still having sex. You're so <laughs> lucky. Means that somehow <laughs> you get it. <laughs> think about those people that can have any sort of relation. There is somebody in the world, what I'm trying to say, there is somebody in the world for you that is next to you and has been next to and you. And he loves you. So you, I think that's a good, that's a good point to start. Yeah, you gotta I like it to fix things with organic solutions and not. And yes, not, but also you know, being a woman and here, like I hear you and I understand it and I know that it seems shallow, but I also know what it feels like to look in the mirror and hate how you look. And I'm so sorry that you feel that way. Yeah. I like, look a picture of myself when I was 18. I'm going to jump out of a window. That's when that. you were 18, you <laughs> look looked, real. When Davide does was it, 18, he it, played soccer. He was a professional soccer player. The guy had like 16 fucking abs. I had abs under my ear. <laughs> like, does that, that... Abs under my ear. Does that <laughs> make my life miserable? No. I just accept it. Davide and, went to get a pair of pants tailored yesterday because uh, they were too big. And, and we like, by the way, this is not Davide. <laughs> this Davide is not Davide went, confessional Davide <laughs> went to get his pants job. tailored the other day to get them taken in because they were too big. And he went and put them on. And the little cute woman who helps him tailor his pants walked out and said, oh, no, you I don't need out. them taken. She was wetting me with a pin on her mouth, <laughs> ready to measure my pants. I walk out. I'm like, well... I guess I don't need it. And she started <laughs> laughing. And she's sweet and doesn't speak the much, the much English. Uh, it was a nice moment. I wasn't planning to share with the world, but why not? It's okay. I forgot about it. Most of our life is on the internet anyway, unfortunately. Okay, ready for the next one? By the way, before we go, I think we've been talking so much shit about skinny people. If you're skinny out there, it's okay. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about being inclusive. I think it's important. I know. I to posted a that, photo of a girl on LPA yeah. the other day who's thin, and I know her personally, and I know mm-hmm. that she doesn't like how thin she is. Mm-hmm. And I post the photo, and there were so many hate comments on it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the way that Instagram and cancel culture is, you can't have a dialogue with someone. It's mm-hmm. like a comment competition. Yeah. There's no, and I wanted to write back to everyone and say, yo, like, Chill. this girl doesn't like how thin she is. She has, like, really bad irritable bowel syndrome. Food goes through her body in two seconds. Like, a lot of the time people are really skinny, <clears throat> unfortunately. It's like, I, I have a more, it's I have horror. A more, I just was awful. I have a more light story and then we can move forward to the next question. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Italy. Yeah. And it's so funny. I, it's 10 years that I work in fashion. And of course, I had colleagues and people that, you know, when you are in a men's room, you mostly talk about soccer, cars, watches, and girl, 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 watches, car, and pretty much that's... Big stereotype, and, fulfilling a huge You know, stereotype. you always have that friend that is so much into models, super models, super skinny, super tall girl, like, with the legs that hit my, my nipple, basically, how long they are. And instead, I always had that love for and passion for the normal girl. Mm-hmm. The girl working at the store. The girl working at the bakery. The bartender. The girl that would cut my hair. The girl that... 
Remember that girl we saw at that diner in Palm Springs and you were like, that That's girl's prettier than every girl the, we saw at Coachella. At diner making breakfast for us. She was... We, we went Coachella, for Coachella and nobody was like... bloggers and models and influencers. I was surrounded by beautiful girl without going too much in detail. And we stopped on a diner on our way back in the morning to have breakfast. And the prettiest girl she served so us pretty. dinner. She was and just a normal pretty girl. A pair of jeans, a t-shirt, no makeup. So pretty. So Getting I back hope to your this story. story is a good input for... For everybody out there, you always have that guy that just There's like always someone for you. Yeah. You know, rather than the supermodel. And it's okay to be a supermodel. You know, you better clarify before supermodel out there are going to be you and an asshole. <laughs> I'll just make you want to just You're getting to so good at understanding American. Oh, yeah. I had, to, <laughs> I had very hard. Uh, You're uh, very good, honey. Okay, next question. Hi, Pia and David. I know you guys were doing long distance before, so I wanted to ask about that. My boyfriend and I just graduated college. We've been dating for three and a half years. So since freshman year, we would have never broken up. And we'll be long distance once quarantine is over. He's moving to LA to work in film, and I'll be staying on the East Coast to work in PR until I get enough work experience and am financially stable enough to move to LA. But there isn't a rush in the moment since we're just getting started. I'm assuming this will take at least two years, but could be longer depending on how my career goes. He doesn't want me to give up a good job just to move just for him. I've always wanted to move to LA for better work opportunities anyway. So this wasn't a question, but we don't want to rush our career paths just so we can live in the same city again. As it is, we live about two hours away. So on college breaks, we're long distance. So on college breaks, we're long distance, which hasn't been a huge struggle, but I need advice on how to go about this. How often do you plan to see each other while living in an, en- yeah, fuck. The jo- on entry level job budgets. <clears throat> when you know it's time to just make the move, it just seems like such a long time between 22 and whenever my money and dream job makes things possible. Oof. Okay, first of all, two hours is what it, it takes me from Pasadena to go to West Hollywood <laughs> if I have a working meeting. So no, I she's go. saying that's what she used to do, but now they're ah. going to be New York, LA. Uh, <laughs> what I was to say, yeah, it, it's like we, I'm glad to see that the younger generation now are planning for the future at such a young age and, and having that form of concern. I do believe that you guys are in the best position to build the path together, even if in a long distance relation, if that is the case. And there might be a little bit premature to, to think now about what is going to be the rest of, your life together. Yeah, you got to take this day by day. I don't so want to underestimate. No, no, no. But the know. only thing you can do is take it day by day because so we like we were like you can't mention about budget life at twenty two. No, no, no. She's just saying how to uh-huh. like she wants advice on how to keep yeah, a, yeah keep going. So, so like, I got really lucky because I can work in New York. And at the time I was doing lots of photo shoots in New York and events in New York. Like we were doing so much LPA stuff in New York. So I would go and work during the week and Davide would work during the week. Or, you know, what I would do is come on like a Friday. So we'd have a weekend mm-hmm. together, a working week, and then another weekend together. Yeah, And we had to work six days a week, 14 hours a day. Yeah, it was a to, lot. To be able to be together. And I was like in staying in his room with so him. Like what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that, and, and, and I understand how much pressure there is today on everybody. You know, Forbes, 30 under 30, like, 
people are going crazy with what is a, an expectation of a real life and what is an expectation of a successful life. Yeah. It, it, That's the and, problem. And it's a pressure that is insane. Like it's getting confused. I, I, think, I think it's important on this platform, I think it's important to talk about you guys are young. You guys are having a, have a path, have a vision. You're planning your future. Enjoy it. Take your time. Yeah. And, and, and go, and, and go with the flow. Mm -hmm. You guys, maybe distance will make your relation stronger. Maybe distance will break you apart, but spending time concerned about that. Yeah. I wouldn't you, think you're about spiraling. it. It will affect your persona. It will affect your job. It will affect your job result. You will affect, you will not be focused. You will be stressed. You will be. We got to the point where <laughs> we were not exclusive. Like we got to the point where it was really hard and there was no end in sight. So, and this is like... So we met at 26. Clearly worked. I'm, 30, I'm 31 now. Yeah. This clearly worked for us. Mm -hmm. And this is like a... It takes a, a certain kind of person to live this kind of life. But we would kind of like had like a... Like, don't ask any questions about what I'm doing when we're not together thing. Mm -hmm. And when we could see each other, we did. And we enjoyed every second. Correct. Because it was like, there was so much love there, but there was no game plan and feeling all this pressure of having to see each other nonstop and talk nonstop was right. making us crazy because there was no end in sight. So, and, and that brought us it, to it brought us, Yeah, that's what made us end you up know, getting like, married. I, and I think that there is time, it, it's very common today seeing 20 years old having a lifestyle of a 30 years old, 30 years old, they have a lifestyle of a four years old and a 50 years old trying to have a lifestyle of a 25 years old. Yeah. It's like, do not make that mistake. If mm -hmm. we can give one advice, we got married when both were pretty accomplished with mm -hmm. what we did it for ourselves, professionally, mm -hmm. and on our path. So maybe that time for you will come in the next five years. Maybe it will come in the next 10 years. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't rush or panicking because right after college, you guys are moving six hours away from each other. It's it's something that... Enjoy your... You know, honestly, just enjoy this time. If this you. starts to get frustrating and is like more annoying than it is, uh, and I hate to use that word, to, I don't want to undermine your relationship. Correct. I, but I, if this becomes... Please. If, you know, this becomes very hard on your relationship, you're going to have to do some introspective work here and think like, okay, like what... What's our goal here? You know, we love each other, but this is tearing us apart. And like, it's very important to me to, you know, get my career. Also, God bless you doing PR in New York City. I did that when I, I was raised. I, I think that our, we had the hardest time in our relation when I had the perspective to move back to Italy. Mm -hmm. Okay, that, that, that would be long distance. Like that would be in timing and, you know, it's 15 hours on plane. That would be hard. I think that's when we face a, a time of, you know, concern and when we were like, where, where are we going? But I will honestly know. Just take it day by day, baby. Yeah, again, I don't want to estimate, underestimate your relations. And I do believe in that. What I'm trying to say is that if somebody at 22 were to tell me that I, that I would be what I am today. You have no idea what's going to happen in your I, life. I, exactly. Maybe you I get a job in London. Maybe you I get, not. I mean, who knows? Life is, you want to leave doors no. open for your life to flow. All I can tell you is that in between my 21 and my 31, I made sure that <laughs> I touch all the bases I wanted to touch. Huh? By bases, do you mean vaginas? No, by bases <laughs> means I live in 
I'm joking. He in, lived in Shanghai. He lived in Amsterdam. In London, in Amsterdam. Yeah. I experienced and met people that really changed myself. Yeah, that's also what I'll say. We always say this. <laughs> like, there's not, we don't feel like we like, we didn't miss out on anything because we were sacrificing things right. for each other. Like, we were both like, well, there's not, we kind of like lived, a sh- like how much more life think, do we need to live? I agree. We I lived think that's a lot the of strongest life. way to keep a relation together is not having resentment, not having regrets. Regrets. I could have done this. Today we are together because we want to be together. Yeah, we made it very... You, you know, I think this choice. is a good point. Like we are at our point in life because we choose that. And that's what is important. Okay, next question. I know your relationship has a beginning with a lot of history that involved a breakup or maybe more. I'm currently married to the love of my life who I absolutely adore and makes me feel like the most loved and special woman. That's nice. We too had a beginning that was a little messy. A beautiful mess. He says in parentheses. Mostly that I was ready to be all in and he was getting over a recent breakup. Definitely some tears shed. That was over seven years ago and I don't feel bothered by that part at all until we get into a small fight and then bring it up and how I was hurt by it. It doesn't seem fair because we are married. So clearly we're both all in and... We've definitely discussed the history a lot. I guess my question is, how do you both deal with maybe some hurtful things in the past? Oh, girl, you cannot bring up anything from the past. The past is on our back. Oof. You do, you, and the one that sounds like, you tend to do that when there is resentment and when, he, and, and, and when, when you are not maybe happy with what you but she's saying that she's happy and she loves her marriage so this is like zero i'm going about going some layers deeper than yeah what you're writing on maybe some somewhere you know like i think and we experienced this probably the beginning i forgot when it was the last time that my wife would get mad about some ex-girl friend or something has happened a few years ago you know i think past is a past the past is it's gone. That is like the most useless clearly bullshit. Like literally. Like that that just skip it. That just is. skip it. And like how <sighs> annoying like and I'm sure you're like a divine angel woman, and so I'm not trying to undermine you by any means. But imagine being in his shoes and you're chilling and you're seven years into a like loving relationship and he's been nothing but great to you, and you're like, and then you fucked my cat. Like it's like he lays in bed with you every night. Yeah. Just, I mean, my wife would be very ready to do that up to till two years ago, uh, and then yeah, she. Yeah, but realized, girls get obsessed with like looking at other yeah. girls that men have dated. Like I was just always like, yeah. I mean, and I shouldn't because like I, like oh, she we was blonde. ended up together, and she was. Yeah, that blonde girl's still hard for me or, sometimes. Like you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's like yo. <laughs> you know? Gigi, did you know that daddy used to have sex with tall, skinny, blonde <laughs> girls? It's <laughs> <His> tails. <laughs> and then I found the photo on his phone of it. Did you know that, Gigi? Did you know that? And I got so mad and I almost threw his phone oh, out by the, the way, window. Let's stay, let's stay on. Okay. Let's stay on. <clears throat> all right. So that's think, all right. Let's, just, let's that, go to the next that, question. That's really, the, that's really the worst. That's Yeah, just don't bring it up. It's not serving you and you it's not serving do. him. You know what I mean? I love to fight. Fight about something else. Loves like you're eating my snacks or <laughs> your car is filthy or your office looks like a mess or your closet a disaster like you to vacuum cleaner or like you to maybe make the dish in there what does make the dish in there mean like cooking something i cook 
fucking dinner? <laughs> Clearly, somebody has. What Clearly, did I make last I'm night? Assuming, I cooked dinner. I'm not assuming all it. I'm the not assuming. Time. I don't understand why also, you feel so touched by these words. I was just making. <laughs> you're such you a. Know, I was just making some assumption. I was just I made making you some example. breakfast this morning that was like after we move you, to the next question. <laughs> you don't get to drop a bomb on me and then move to the next question, <laughs> motherfucker. Let's go. Also, when I met Davide, his room and his like the room that he rented in Brooklyn was so organized that I for I'm sure thought there was a the 50% chance that he was going to murder me and put my body in trash cans all over New York City. He looked like a serial type A. Was a good time. What's that movie with the guy? American Psycho. Psycho. Fuck. That was so diving. Well, I guess it worked. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it worked after I like came in alive. like a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead inside though. That's so nice to say. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Final question. Hi, PN Davide. Ciao. I truly appreciate listening to your approaches on life. Okay, I'm going to skip over the compliments because it seems so my boyfriend is a famous jazz musician. I, I just Man. said it like like how big says that's it my, to Carrie and uh, Sex of the City goes. Carrie likes a jazz musician. That's my best. That's yeah, we my love favorite. we love jazz. Okay, my boyfriend is a famous jazz musician from Canada and living in the U.S. We've been dating for a little over a year. He's an illegal immigrant and has gone too long without doing something about it to the point that his only option is marriage. He's not pressuring me to do that anytime soon, but I still find it to be a lot of pressure. I'm also turned off by his avoidance of responsibility, which he blames on his young, careless self. What are your thoughts on immigration and love? I don't even know where to begin with questions because it is such a complex issue because of politics, et cetera. Any insights from y'all's experience would be deeply valued. Oh, you just like touched on like the worst. Can I answer this? Because I can sum it up quicker than you, my love. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My dad dropped dead two weeks after Davide moved here. We were planning on going to the courthouse and getting married. Like he died on a Sunday. The Friday after that, we were going to go to the courthouse and get married because we realized when he quit his job to be here that his visa was about to go away. He had like 60 days or something. So the week, you know, the first Sunday dinner without my dad, we did a little wedding here. In our heads, we're like, cool. You know, checked it off the list. Like in a fucking few months, we'll be chilling. And then we got just bombarded by the reality of the situation, which was like um, our entire savings account going away. Yep. Immigration offices being disasterful of people who are miserable, but I understand because it's a really tough job. I'm not going to state my politics on here, but I will say from our lawyer, very factually said to us that Trump had changed a lot of, you know made it made the system very difficult to get a green card. So it took two years. During the course of that time, Davide's mother was diagnosed with cancer. And we also didn't know this, that you can't work legally until you get your green card. So we moved, he moved here thinking like, I'm moving to California and like everything's going to be the best and I'm going to get so many freelance jobs and I'll find a job so quick. And like, and that all went out the door and the last two years have been awful. So I'm going to tell you this. If you love this guy so much and you want to, and you want to marry him, this is going to be two years 
of shit you're going to have to deal with. And also, he's not going to be allowed to travel anywhere. And also, he's probably going to get in big fat fucking trouble that he's here illegally already anyway. But I don't know the complexities of that. This is not going to be like a cute, quick solution. This is going to be a shit show of complexity that requires an insane amount of love to get through. I was about to say, if you believe it, if you believe in it, nothing is more worth than love. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I'm also, I'm also <laughs> to add this, <laughs> talking about it. So think about it. You will be able to have a man who loves you. Under tones like this. <laughs> right. I'm gonna just do it like radios do. I'm gonna just. Okay, baby. That was really special. Okay. <laughs> okay. We have time for one more question if you turn your music up. Thank you. <laughs> that was really smooth. They didn't know you were gonna do that. Good for you. okay uh final question because we do have time for one more what were your feelings when you first connected on instagram then communicating and finally meeting is long distance as hard as people see it by the way guys long distance is the best thing can happen before getting married to a person yeah honestly i suggest everybody to have a long distance relation for a minute Different cities, not different neighbor. Well, okay, like long distance for real. And you will just really, if you didn't experience that, you're missing something. You're missing out on something very, no. very special. You're missing out on something. <laughs> um, Why don't you talk about... I'd like to answer about the Instagram feed. You seeing me on Instagram yeah, and what I, your response I, was and how you were so taken by I gotta, me. I got to be honest. I never by choice, and I'm not judging nobody, um, decide to have or use any social media, social media, any app or platform where to meet people. You know, I was also living in New York, having an accent and just uh, getting laid all the time, going around. So I feel that social media are great to connect with people and to interact with people. But I will like to say that the feeling that you have on a social media platform somehow are a surrogate or, or of what meeting somebody in person is, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Now, without being too dramatic, I think that what I'm trying to say is that there is nothing better than being on a bar and I contact somebody and smile to them and saying something cheesy and corny and stupid to connect. I think there is there is something special about that. Okay, but she's asking about how our experience of so you. Our experience was great. I, I I was looking at my Instagram and and my wife was there on a nice cute picture, wearing a nice cute dress, doing nice cute things, and and I approached her on the gram. But what I was trying to say is that, and I said, it was a surrogate of something that I wish was. Yeah. 
happening but unfortunately yes but unfortunately we are the most connected and the most disconnected that we've ever been and a lot of our friends especially during covid are meeting people on instagram and on raya mm-hmm. and on tinder and bumble and so that's yeah, okay well, too which so I, which, I, which i which i said before are all no so very valid logistically how this works is um we talked for you know, I can get into like the funny thing he said and whatever, but like a month, we talked for a month and this just happened to a girlfriend of mine too. After a, like a month, you hit a wall where you're like, okay, well I have to, I have to meet you. I'm like literally waking up to a text from you, getting on a FaceTime while you're going to work while I'm waking up for my day, getting a call from him when he was getting off work at the end of the day. Obviously I very family oriented. So every Sunday I would come here for dinner with my parents he would FaceTime and like meet my parents. Like, you know, it's like a full serious relationship with a human being I'd never met before. And so he was, had to go to San Francisco for work and just like kind of just rerouted to come to LA first. to got the last flight in so he could finish his work day on Friday. Landed here at midnight. I also, I also was in Florida for like a week straight. So I was. Very tan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Miami makes you a little bit. <laughs> uh, gives you that glow. A little bit horny. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I think I'm going to fly to LA. <laughs> and um, um, he could have been a murderer. So good. don't follow my footsteps in this because it's... Uh, Be careful about... Yeah, and it's inappropriate. It's not. I'm not giving you advice here. This is just what our story was. And he like came to my house. <laughs> and I was so nervous. I couldn't breathe. I was... I went to dinner with a friend of mine to like pass time and it, dinner ended up going so fast and I had two martinis and I was like a little drunk and I was like, I shouldn't like, it was panic and we met and he like walked into my house and he was so handsome and we were both really nervous and we went to bed and then the next day to kind of like look at each other awake in the daylight, like, wow, like it's you. We went to lunch with another couple because... Her boyfriend spoke Italian. Because I wanted girls him have to, f- to brag with other girls when they meet somebody. No, I wanted I'm joke. I'm jo- I'm but I joke. think that's important to- advice. Yeah, is when a, a guy comes yeah. out that you're meeting if on. Try to see how it fit in or her. What also fit in your environment? It contextualizes sure. you. Totally, totally, like totally. I'm able to like have who I am. my rapport with my uh-huh. girlfriend. Show how cute and funny and charming. You know, whatever. Uh-huh. Da, 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 da. Uh, and it lightens the pressure up a little bit. And that was great. And then he made me pasta that night. We had yeah. a nice time. And then he left first thing Sunday morning. Yeah. And it's, I would also say, you know, I mean, finances permitting, I don't know, whatever, but if you're going to do that, like imagine. spending, but we had a friend who met a guy on Raya and he just came to LA f- from London and spent a week and a half here and they like are totally talking about totally financial. love each That's other not the best example to do it. no but now they're in a situation where they're yeah, like yeah, how totally. do we do no, that you know like dinner, he was fuck. saying to me like you know like neither one of them can is, afford to go back and forth it's like a thousand dollars expensive plane and, ticket. And, you know also you know sometimes life might present to you something that you're not ready for or that you're not in the right and that's the journey and i think that gets back to like essentially what the question is right like you never know what the hell is yeah. going to fucking happen to you. Like the jobs that I've worked, a lot of them I got like randomly through, you know, like I just worked really hard and would get recommended for another job. And then all of a sudden I had to move back to New York at one point. I was living in the back of a showroom. And then all of a sudden Davide's 
trajectory was the opposite of getting married and moving to Los Angeles, the complete opposite. Like he was on a path to moving to Italy, like back to Italy, and had like the girl he dated before me was there too. Like he was totally in route to be a completely different person. And so I think like the whole point, and I've always said this about everything, including jobs and moves and relationships is like, you know, alleviate a little bit of what you think you're supposed to do. Be in the moment, follow your gut. And if you are open to it, you know, life will guide you exactly to where you're supposed to be. Agree. Okay. I agree. I think that's a good place to end. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Not particularly. Pretty satisfied. But... Okay, great. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. See you next week. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.